Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 3, Episode 2, Civil Union. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher who loves Ozark and has wa- and is watching it through for the second time, waiting very, well, <laughs> increasingly less patiently every week for the announcement of when Season 4 is going to drop. I'm here with one of my former students, Kurt, who is in the same situation as me. Kurt, how are you? I'm going to criticize that increasingly less patiently when she said I'm like decreasingly my patience patient. is decreasing. Yeah. I just wanted to correct that. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll let myself out now. It's always good for the host of the podcast to be criticized by the recurring guest. No, no, no. no. You're the recurring <laughs> guest. I think I've already started that out. That's right. I'm the recurring guest, recurring guest on both now, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're okay. the recurring guest. It's my podcast. Okay. No, my my bad. Sorry. No problem. Okay, as is contractual obligation, I must guess Kurt's rating on this episode. Uh, eight. Interesting. Why is that? You wanna you wanna like I you 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 stickler me if I don't give it a you know track a little bit. <laughs> I do. I wanted to see if I could get away with it, uh, because I don't I don't have any good reasons for it. I just think that, that you gave this an eight. I think okay. Here's here's my good reason. You almost never have a very very great deal of affection for episode two of a season of Ozark. <laughs> so going off the data points here, much like much like I'm not going to go into it, but as we I did the statistical data points with the Echo episodes of Lost. Yes. You you're yes. you're taking in some grade A statistics. Well, the other two yeah. were this, therefore this one will this, also be this. Blue Cat, you were not that keen on. You gave it a nine, but not that keen on it uh precious blood of jesus i think i can't remember i think you gave that an eight actually i did not like it as much yeah yeah so i'm gonna say you gave this an eight what did you give it i gave it a nine but a low nine interesting well we can move on with the episode i'll, I'll reveal it at the end all right cool no so, no okay i'll 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 out it i i can't wait i did i gave it a nine it okay nine. it was good all right it was serviceable yeah, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know fine. if it's better or worse than the first episode. To be honest, I kind of actually feel mixed on it. And yeah, it, I do too. It could be not the first I, episode, but it's a nine. I think I think I like the first episode a little bit more, but not by much. I want to talk about it, and then I'll, I'll make a determination. Okay. Here. I have no, uh, I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Although, ah, this does have those that amazing couple who owns Big Muddy. That is that is good stuff. It also has the great interest scene. Uh, this I don't know how I feel about this interest scene. I have very mixed feelings about this. Oh, great interest scene. As someone I, that has to work around teachers, and I probably know them quite well, better than I'd say most people here that are listening and <laughs> people around, right? I probably know teachers better than anyone. It's yeah, oh, reminds me just of teachers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially that Mr. Sal guy, right? Oh, I forgot. You still teach. Yeah, you're still doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I honestly, I, I think that we, we may as well, I may as well out myself here. I am not the biggest Ben fan in the world. Uh, I think you listen, like Ben a lot more than I do. Listen, I what I, what rewatching Ozark has taught me is you can't, you can't just think on the first time you watch it, like, you know, I didn't like Petty the first time I watched it. This is going to be a crappy mm-hmm. character. Best, oh, 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 right? Like, <laughs> best character of all time so far, right? The goat. That's, that's fair enough. But but that, you know, the season, the series premiere of Ozark was four years ago. 
know, so I, I got I can't remember four years ago and how I felt about Petty then, but I, Ben, this season three of Ozark is like a year ago. I can remember that. So I, I know I'm not as big a Ben fan as you are. I will, I will say this though. First half Ben is significantly worse than second half Ben. Second half of the season Ben is significantly better. They got a, they're, they're working with Ben, right? They've just introduced them. We get less time to cook on him like we did Petty, but I'll give him hope. And you know what? There's another character in the roster that I think might be one of the best characters, a K-desk character. Um, okay. So we can introduced in this episode, possibly. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll discuss him once we uh, get to him or her. Okay. But I've already said right. him. So. <laughs> Uh, the other reason I think I like the first episode better is because Sue is in it and Sue is not in this episode. Sue is the best. That is true. <laughs> Sue, yeah. Sue, Sue, is, Sue is hard to top. But <laughs> well, I, I think the main reason I like this more is the dynamic between Marty versus Wendy now. Literally, yeah. right? Yeah, like Marty's good. actually trying to stop Wendy, which I think is really great. And the idea that mm-hmm. now they're actually like working against each other and Helen's become much more involved in day-to-day she's living in the area now right so she's much more involved uh not the big scary spooky person that she uh, used to be right Dell used to be a spooky person helen still kind of is but you know there, mm-hmm. there's a light being shown on the dark corner i think the biggest part of where that light's shown like i think as the viewer you kind of get less scared of helen is when you see that she got waterboarded by the uh, cartel yes in my opinion yeah, i totally totally agree I totally agree. That shows I think, that even Helen's not protected. So. I think that so much of my opinion of season three of Ozark is colored by Ben. I, I, he, so here's, here's the thing about, about this episode in particular. Like I spend the whole episode from the time that he arrives at the bird's house. I just kept thinking, that, oh my God, this guy's got to go. They got to get rid of this guy. They got to get rid of him. He's going to ruin everything. This guy's got to go. They got to get rid of him. And then by the end, they don't and he's running naked to the lake so i, I don't know it, it's just he's he is the stir, a source of anxiety and stress for me what's fine that's that's his role as a character right it's like oh how is he gonna screw things uh, up for the i birds? don't think i don't think it is i don't think that's what his intent the intended intended well, well, what, what is the intended this? use of him you bring in a character that knows nothing of what's going on Right, we've it's, seen that I, this character has some yep. sort of outburst. We've been hinted mm-hmm. at in the series, uh, especially even in this episode when they're getting the groceries, that there's something unwell about Ben. Yep. And uh, we have, you know, the family staying with doing lots of crime that they want to keep hush hush. Right, Marty even tries to tell him to leave. So clearly, like yep. I feel like she's definitely angling towards Ben might screw things up. Right, like they're they're worried Ben's going to screw things up. Right. Or yeah, but it's just it's just unacceptable him. to me. It's like just. Just get rid of him. How do you get rid of him? Yeah. Well, that's why good go. about it. Insist, insist he's got to go. Marty, Marty tried got to tell him. Wendy that's has true. to tell him. That's true. Well, Wendy go. doesn't have the heart, or at least she she thinks it'll only take a few days and they'll leave. So that's that's where I the, the reason I'm okay with Ben is the way he's introduced, uh, mm-hmm. especially since we've heard hints about him in the you know twice before and stuff. The way he's introduced, mm-hmm. it's reasonable to why he's around, right? Like I, I totally agree. Makes sense. I, I, I and why I get it. Of them. I, I, I get it. I understand. And honestly, he fills a void because they left a big void in this show when they killed off Petty and Cade 
and Jacob and Buddy, like, and Mason, five, five like huge characters, some more huge than others, but five important characters and, and four of those characters kind of, I, I don't want to say antagonists in the series, but because I don't, I don't think I'm ready to say Jacob was an antagonist in the series, but he definitely was at times at odds with Marty. And it's a, that leaves a huge void. And I know that you need to put in some sort of conflict. Uh, to me, Ben is filling the role that Mason had because he's not part of the cartel and he's not part of the FBI and he's not part of the Snells. He's this like external, I'm sorry, not even external, like internal, like ticking time bomb. I think he's more like a buddy. He lives in the house. And you got to things from him. Yeah, it's it's just his name starts with a B, and he, you know, he he goes skinny dipping, right? Literally taking Buddy's role. So I think he's more like Buddy. But and he, also it's, an inter- it's interesting because he, Buddy was an outsider those, at first, right? That's true. And, you know, there, and get in with the there are thing. those parallels with Buddy, but Buddy, you could see over time him develop into someone who's going to be helping the birds, right? Well, it's if too you, soon to say, right? It's for too ben, soon to because say. Because we didn't see that for Buddy at first, right? It's not like we saw him at first. He was like, oh, he's helping the birds. He was like, oh, this guy's kind of a jerk. Kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Kind of a jerk. I mean, I try not to be too spoilery here, but here's what I will say. Yeah, because I, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But um, I mean, then the, the, they show us, the first thing they show us is Ben, going absolutely crazy oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the last thing metrics, that yeah. they show us in this episode is ben doing something that by many people would be considered absolutely crazy mm-hmm. so we were bookended in this episode by ben being completely unpredictable and completely uh potentially uh what's the word i'm looking for here liability so, a potential liability. There you go. I, I completely agree, but I, I just argue that's the role he's supposed to fill. It is. It just stresses me out. So no, that's, that's, that's the, the reaction. It is the, rea- the, the role he's supposed to fill. I just don't think that my reaction is the intended reaction. Like, I don't think stress is supposed to be the the reaction they're looking for. I'd like to imagine, like, you went to bed after watching that. Wow, I'm real worried now that Ben's in the family. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, not, no, it's this not, really it's not for so birds. much that. It's I like, know, I'm teasing you. <laughs> and I don't actually do this, but it would be, it's like me yelling at the TV. Like, oh, my God, this guy. Get rid of this guy. Come on, get him out of yeah, there. Like, it's like a horror movie. Like, don't go over there. <laughs> that's, yeah, right, uh, right. That's what it is to me. Yeah. It's So, anyway. And, it, and I, to be perfectly honest with you, it's the way it was when I watched it the first time through as well. I didn't feel any differently that watching it this time. Okay. Except I, I know where it's going, but uh, otherwise I didn't feel any differently. Anyway, um, so uh, see this, is the, and this is why I think I liked the first episode more because I wasn't so stressed out watching it. <laughs> anyway, all right, uh, let's talk about the title, Civil Union. You had mentioned last time you thought civil union might have something to do with the union with, with the, uh, the teamsters, uh, <laughs> being, being civil. So I suppose they do bargain with Marty here and they do uh, help him out My, with, his, uh, with his problem. They, they don't kill Ruth. They do blow up a boat. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how civil they're being. Uh, so I, I had mentioned last time that civil union also is 
another uh, term for marriage. And I think there was certainly plenty on display about not only Marty and Wendy's marriage, but also the marriage of, was it Carl and Anita? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and the parallels therein. And oh, even Helen and her husband, who I can't remember the name of. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's a look of four letter. Gene. Gene, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Gene. Yep. So, Gene probably works at Cinnabon. I don't know, though. Possibly. Yeah, anyway. Sort of flashbacks, anyway. So, what do you think of this title now, having seen the episode? Eh. <laughs> that's where I, I am, like too. Eh, yeah. Whatever. It's not, I mean, fine, but like, whatever. Yeah, I'm not, I, I don't think it's good. I do have a suggestion for one that I, I think would have been a money title. Hit me. Mutually Assured Destruction. Oh. <laughs> Like Soviet Union versus U.S. nuclear war, yeah, yeah, got it. Yes. If only yes. they said it in the episode, they did. <laughs> yeah, I know Helen says it, right? I know yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and no, when she that, said it, I was like, good. when she said it, I was like, oh, that's the title of the episode. That's what the whole thing's about. All of this is it's a, the whole episode's about this. So yeah, this is this is awesome. I, you, know, you, know, that, also, you know, you know, you know, you know what I would also kind of like, even though it's never said at all, but it's like, like just like something to go on the fact of each other thinks they're right so like so like i know i'm right or like just listen to me or like something like something to that effect of stubbornness hmm. something about stubbornness if that was the title because hmm. this episode to me is a lot about stubbornness like marty thinks he's right wendy thinks she's right yeah. right well, obviously yep. we've seen this before but this is to like a whole new degree of yeah are we buying a whole other casino or not and Right. Marty's trying to stop it, you know, so on and so forth. So, right, and yeah, so I feel like something playing on the on the word stubbornness or something to do with them being stubborn. But they're, they're okay, not, but that's not as good as your title, just because it's not already in the episode. And I, I, I the theme. I, and I and I know we always talk about how it's not always the best to have the title just explicitly stated in the episode, but at the same time, like. I, I when she said it, I was like, "Oh, that is perfect." That is, you know, you know it would have been better, episode. I think, than calling it mutually assured destruction if you called it MAD, like M A D, like what it stands oh. for. You, it says, you know, like <laughs> the acronym MAD. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that I think would have been better. Yeah, yeah, oh, that would have been cool too. All right, well, now that we've litigated the title, let's move on to the symbols. Letter Z is a stroller, and there are actually two strollers in this episode, which is interesting. There but... are yeah it's a but this is a stroller uh there's the stroller uh that darlene is pushing zeke around in when she runs into wendy and joan in the parking lot of the grocery store that's the one i'm thinking of what's this other I, I actually think it was the other one it's the the stroller uh in the parking lot where the the guy who attacks gene uh is with the has, is with a woman who's pushing a stroller oh and really and that's what? yeah and that stroller looks a lot like this one. It, yes, that stroller looks a lot more like this one. Oh, okay. No, so I just I just saw Darlene with the stroller. Ah, oh, yeah, obviously. I yeah. feel like that's a good symbol. If it's the Jean one, yeah. I don't like that. It's <laughs> yeah, I, agree. I like I think it, the but Darlene I don't like it anywhere as much. So, yeah. huh? Interesting. Well, the second one, the A, yeah. which is okay for an A, is champagne. Yes. Uh, the champagne that Helen brings to celebrate the second casino. Yeah, it's also got the the silhouette of the champagne flute in front of it. 
Is that called it. a flute? Yeah, the, uh, like the glass, glass champagne yeah. glass. Yeah, uh, I, I think that uh, that's there to make it look more like an A. I don't. That's I, I mean, still don't yeah. think it looks like an A, but <laughs> but it's there to make it look more like an A, I guess. Yeah. Good for this. It. Yeah. Uh, the the letter R is represented by a, the the three sevens, which of course are what uh, you strive to get in a three reel slot machine, which is what they uh, what Wendy and Ruth and apparently Sam <laughs> set up uh, all the strippers uh, in the big muddy uh, set them up to get these uh, sevens on all the slot machines kind of simultaneously to break the bank over at the big muddy and drive them to sell uh, in the last one the uh, K which I don't really see the K maybe you do actually no now I see it oh yeah it's, it's a curse of K yeah, now I see. I, the cage was hard for me, despite my yeah. name starting with the K. Uh, earbuds <laughs> or headphones, whichever you want to call them. Uh, yeah. Marty uses these to listen on on Wendy on her phone calls because he he's bugged her phone or put spyware on her phone. As we saw, I'm googling. I think it was googling, maybe binging, whatever. Last episode. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So to me, the this actually the headphones to me, are both the best letter and the best symbol representation of the episode. I would agree, just because it shows the distrust that has gone on between them. Yeah, I think that the best symbol, it's the best symbol because this episode's about the dynamic between Marty and Wendy, and, so that, and that represents it very well. And I actually really like the curse of K that they make. I think my favorite letter as the letters would be the carriage, the Z. Yep. Okay. Uh, but a symbol, I'll look wise. I'll give it to the earbuds. And how I feel about these symbols as a whole. So, would you think that carriage is what you said it is? It goes to meh. <laughs> I, I I think these symbols are are pretty decent. You know, they've. I liked them, but you know, you have a lot now. The carriage, I'm not liking as much now. Uh, I think it's fine either way. I think I think that stroller can be interpreted both ways. Okay, that's still that's good. Good set of symbols. The sevens are okay bit bland the champagne is the most bland but still yeah. useful and then the k and the stroller are excellent to me then yeah like yeah I, I do like those headphones all right so let's start running down the episode the opening scene is one of those ozark disorienting scenes they love to do two things they love to put you someplace you've never been uh with people you've never met and uh say all right figure it out uh, and the other thing they like to do, of course, is show you a scene that's going to come back later in the episode. So this is one of the former where we're in a place we've never been with someone with people we've never met. Uh, it's a classroom. There's a substitute teacher in the classroom and he's trying to teach. But as he's trying to teach, uh, almost every student in the room has their cell phone going off and a girl starts crying. The sub looks at the phone, which, by the way, that's not a good move. Because you don't know what you're gonna see on that phone. Oh, looking at the girl's phone. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not looking at that at that photo. So, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to the girl and I'm gonna you know ask, are you okay? Is it something to do with what's going on with the phones right now? Okay, uh, I would like you to go report this to the principal. Like, I I don't want anything to do with looking at that phone, and certainly. And please tell the principal. Wanna, that yeah. I did not look at it, and I know nothing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I and I certainly am not going to hold the the phone up and show everybody what's <laughs> on the phone. That is not going to happen. But that's what this this guy does, and he uh, at that at that point, 
takes everybody's phone, put them in the trash bin, and he goes and he puts them through the wood shredder that's conveniently located just outside his classroom. And the guy who was operating the wood shredder tries to stop him, and the substitute just beats the hell out of him and screams into the camera. Good. And what's your perk of the simple? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are left to wonder what just happened. Who was that? Why are we seeing it? No idea. Very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I had zero clue who this could possibly be when I first saw this. Yeah. I, I, my thought, like, I wonder if I was watching the wrong episode. This is what's going on here. Or am I? Right. <laughs> but, no. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, when we last left Marty and Ruth, Ruth had just thrown Frank Jr. off the top deck of the Missouri Bell. And Marty had witnessed it on the camera and was uh, he had uh, some, some choice words for it when he saw that. Now, Marty is taking Ruth to meet with Frank Cosgrove Sr. to try to smooth things over. Mm-hmm. He offers an extra 10%. Frank is unimpressed by 10% and reminds them that Frank Jr. is untouchable. Marty plays it perfectly. He repeats their code to him. I, you know, I, I respect your code. Get it. But Jr. threatened to rat them out. And this, this has worked before in Ozark when Cade was so upset with Ruth because he thought that she killed Russ. As soon as she said, well, he was a rat. He was going to rat us out. As soon as she said that, his mood turned. He did still didn't like it, but suddenly he understood why it had to be done. Yeah, and, no rats allowed. Yeah, and that same thing happens here. This is, and this is Frank Cosgrove's son that we're talking about. And as soon as uh, he's, he finds out that Frank threatened to rat, the junior threatened to rat them out, that, that strikes the chord, and he's going to let it slide for an extra 15% instead of 10 which Marty agrees to, but he also wants Ruth labeled as untouchable. So fair, firm, fair deal. Uh, I just want to say that I think um, juniors under it are, he gets a bad rap. You know, I think they're outlining him as kind of a mean, selfish character, but I think he's kind of lovable and nice in his own way that we just, you know, we're just not contacting it correctly. It's gotcha. like uh, we're a positive magnet and he's a positive magnet. And it was kind of, you know, we're both the same thing, but we're still repelling somehow. So, so. is this is this your Cade substitute character? No, no, there, okay. no one could ever replace Cade. You just said there, there, there was. <laughs> well, that, was, that was hyperbolic. No one could ever replace Cade. Okay, so uh, when you said earlier there's somebody who's a replacement for Cade, you were lying or what? A hyperbolic. I was amping something up, but no one could replace Kate. Is this but, who you were talking about when you said that? But maybe Junior could. Um, possibly. Okay. I don't want to say there's anyone that could uh, replace Kate. No, I want to not... rescind that statement. Okay. I'm resending that. All right. Good. Can't use that anymore. I wish that's how courtrooms work. I resend that. Don't. You can't use that now. Oh. Oh. Okay. I, right. I'm. I'm taking that back. But uh, yeah. So Junior, not a, not too bad. Not too bad. Okay. So Junior uh, is, I mean, want, we don't know what it is that, that he says to his father, but, but it's, he wants him to do something to her. Uh, Junior feels as though he's been wrong. Uh, Ruth feels like it was a, right, a righteous hip toss off, off, uh, 
off the top deck. Yeah. So I, I I had trouble coming up with one this week, so I'm gonna put it here and let's pick a side: Frank Jr. or oh. Ruth. I mean, uh, Frank Jr. I didn't say it was your turn to pick, but it is. So all right, is it my turn to pick? pick? Yeah, it is. Actually, yeah, Frank Jr. <laughs> all right, unless you can, if you can think of a better place to put pick a side, I'm I'm open to it. I mean, really? Is is that an I, actual I just, is that an actual question? I, I don't want to do Marty and Wendy every week. We can do oh, okay, fine. Car- no, that's fine. We could do we could do Carl and Anita if you want. No, I don't want to do Carl and Anita. I don't want to be either of them. <laughs> All right. So I mean, hey, if you want to do Frank or uh, Marty and Wendy again, we can do Marty and no, Wendy. No, 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 that's fine. But I'll be I'll right. I'll be junior. I'm junior. All right. And uh then I will take Ruth's side. Okay. Uh, Ladies first. Go... Uh, okay. I guess that that'd be me because I'm with Ruth here. So uh Obviously, you threaten to rat somebody out in our operation. You're lucky all you got was a kick to the nuts and a, throw, and a hip toss off the top deck. You're lucky that's all you got. You cannot threaten to rat out the cartel because I know from personal experience that if you double cross Marty, you double cross the cartel. And let me tell you something, Junior. You double cross me, you double cross Marty, which means you double cross the cartel. We're three layers deep here, but that's okay. Doesn't matter. Okay? You were given plenty of warning to shut your mouth, and you just couldn't do it. So you had to go. And Ruth, I nope. should be exonerated for all run doing. Two things. Right. Ruthie, that's a lie. Didn't happen. Okay, and you keep, you keep spreading around that lie? With all the things I know on you? That, there it is again. So. What? No. <laughs> And number 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 two, I'm untouchable, and you touched me. That gets a, that's the punishment right there. Get him, Dad. There you go. I think that's all that needs to be said. I don't. I disagree with Junior completely. There you go. <laughs> but there you go. That's what I think Junior would say. I don't. I forget if we're supposed to argue it from their point of view. But there you go. There's yes. a Junior's point of view. Okay. There you go. So Junior, yes. Junior there you go. You're wrong. You're a liar, and you're lucky. I'm untouchable. There you go. That's all. There, there were about four or five dozen witnesses right there who heard you say what I said you said. Well, you know what? Thank goodness there were no cameras to pick it up because I'm shocked we haven't seen anyone talking about it yet. Why don't you bring footage? Why don't you bring footage? Oh, my boy Marty's got plenty of footage. Show me. Show me the footage. Oh, oh we didn't see the really, footage. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you really want to see it? Do you want me to pull that out for your daddy? I mean, if it's there, yeah, do it. Okay, here it is. I don't see it. You really want to do that? I, I all really, I know about you. Yeah, I, I don't. No, you just root that was just you imitated my voice and said it. What, what do you mean? I, no, that was clip. the recording. That, that was the recording. We all saw your mouth move, Ruth. You just, you just said the line that you're saying I said, but you just you said pull you out the footage. Little, I pulled out the footage. Well, now I think we've come at a crossroads. <laughs> so I think I'll we'll leave it there. One saying that they pulled the footage, the other one saying that you just said. <laughs> so, so I guess I guess you put it in pass and we'll have to leave it there. Oh, what a shame. Okay. okay. Unfortunately. I think, I think the end of that. But... Okay. Well, I'm glad I got to defend Ruth because that's who I would have picked anyway. So don't blame me. 
Yeah. Why? Or would you actually? Do you actually uh, think yeah. Frank Jr. is more on the right here? No, no, I, no, no. I think uh, Root's more on the right. Yeah. Obviously, I think she's more. I mean, because Frank's just lying. It's like, no, that didn't happen. So, it's so. All right. Uh, so uh, next we we see Ruth and Marty walking through. I guess this is just I don't know downstairs below Frank's office. This whatever this factory is that they are or, or garage or whatever it is that they that they're in and ruth tells marty about the cheating schemes that she's researched so she's she's found all these like groups that are going from casino to casino in the area cheating cheating whether it's uh, blackjack or roulette or uh, the machines or whatever uh she's been doing her homework and Marty says, listen, I, I don't pay you to find more problems for me. I pay you to solve them before I even know they exist. So this is this is interesting. I, I always like to see demonstrations of Marty's trust in Ruth. This is a big one. You know, you, you have the authority to solve to problem solve without notifying me. That's a big deal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Should, 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 she should be solving these problems without bringing it up to Marty. Well, I think she kind of, I think she kind of relishes it. I, I think she hears that as, oh, this is a good thing. All right, I'm okay, right. fine. No need. Now, yeah. I don't need to check with you. Even better. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, uh, at the office, Wendy is researching lakefront properties for a colleague. That's what she says, and we don't really know any more than that about it at this point. But she tells Charlotte about their plan to expand and go legit. Uh, Marty arrives and she tells Marty that Helen is moving to the Ozarks for the summer, which is good news for us because we get more Helen on the show. Honestly, yeah. that that can't be a bad thing. Uh, maybe not the best news for Marty, not what he was hoping to hear. Uh, he tries to convince Wendy that, Wendy that they should not proceed with this plan. They, they And they argue uh, about who this is really for, the family or for Wendy. You know, Wendy argues this is for the family. Marty says, no, no, no. I just want to hear you say that this is for you, not for the family, which sounds an awful lot like a show that this is frequently compared yeah, to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe not so subtle <laughs> as, as no. that. So, um, and she asks him to go with her to see this new casino that they're thinking about buying. It's called Big Muddy. And uh, which I, I guess is supposed to be a pun on big money, maybe that's why I took it as, yeah, yeah. And Wendy wants the deal done on big money, uh, before Helen arrives, which is like I mean, Helen's on her way, as we're about to see. <laughs> so that she wants Wendy wants this deal done like now, yeah. Let's we'll just go and close on that casino real quick, bing bang bosh, and then Helen. You know, for somebody who worked in real estate, she has a shockingly minimal understanding of how of time frames and how real estate. Well, works. I think by that she's might come to an agreement. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you might be right. Well, at the big money, they meet with the owners, Carl and Anita. Carl seems like he's not keen to sell at all, but Anita seems much more open to the idea because business has been really bad, especially since uh, the arrival casino moved in across the river. Which, can, can I just say, where's the, uh, where's the whole TV series on this rival casino opening up in, you know, Missouri somehow? 
Oh, or something good to be noted. point. Uh, you mean the, the gaming move commission in them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah, they move that's the a good point. There. Continue on. I mean, it has been six months. It has been. So maybe... Oh, maybe, maybe they, the way they changed the law... I thought they just expanded it by one, but I see what you mean, maybe. Well, they expanded it by one, but it, but maybe somebody closed and this one opened or, or something like that. I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, in any so, case. I, I, but, but regardless, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how this happened, but there's a new casino across the river and it's killing the big money. Anita and uh, Carl kind of separate uh, and go off with Wendy and Marty, respectively. Uh, and Anita tells Wendy that Carl will come around. He just needs time with new ideas, which is exactly, by the way, what Wendy said about Marty when she was talking to Charlotte in the previous scene. She said, you know, that'll come around. He just needs needs more time when it comes to new ideas. So this is this is supposed to be exhibit A of we should be drawing parallels between this couple and that couple. Meanwhile, Marty is with Carl and tries to sabotage the deal by telling Carl, you know, why don't you hold on to the casino? You had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that you put into this thing. How about you just hold on to it? So, there you have it. Right, what else do you want to say about the big money? Uh, just the first, just the first little bit of Marty trying to stop the deal happening here. He's like, you know, I just argued with Wendy we shouldn't buy this. She made me come here to buy it. Let's just not buy it. <laughs> All right, because I think I know. I think Carl. I think you have better staying power than that competition right there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. We staying we make power. sure that we, we drop that line. Staying power, exactly. Staying power. You know what? That could have been a title for the episode. Staying power. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. I, I don't think it's that good of a title. I just think it's funny. <laughs> it staying is. power. I just go. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> Honestly, like Big Muddy would have been an okay title for the episode. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. That actually would not have been a bad title either. <laughs> Well, anyway, so, yeah. So uh, Helen is uh, in the car on her way to the Ozarks. She's bringing her kids, which are named Seth and Aaron, with her. And Aaron really hates the idea of going to the Ozarks. Meanwhile, they're they're arguing about this, and they all get an Amber Alert. And we we know, of course, the Amber Alerts are to alert people that there's a missing child in the area. I think it's in the area, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's nationwide, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think it's in. Yeah, I feel like if it was nationwide, I'd get a lot more amber alerts. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it must be just like locally. Anyway, uh, it's the amber alert, which Helen just has no patience for. Turns out to be about them, about Seth and Aaron, uh, and Helen calls her ex-husband Gene to see why he put an amber alert through on him, on them. Sorry. On them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Jean uh, apparently is is uh, did this because Helen took the kids what two days early. Yeah, was it two two or three days? Yeah, early yeah. Summer doesn't start till two more days. Right. Yes. So uh, he also wants Seth to come back to Chicago for the summer for his summer baseball league, uh, and he says eh, you can do what you want, but if you don't do don't abide by my demands. The alert's going to stand, and that'll be fun for their custody hearing. You'll have a good time with that. So Helen has a tough decision to make here. Gene sounds like a lawyer as well. <laughs> he I think Gene's also a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. He, he, he might very well be another lawyer. So, all right. In the Burns car, so we get a couple of back-to-back scenes. We get back-to-back scenes of cars. Uh, Carl calls 
Wendy and Marty to let them know that they're not going to sell. You know, it's just, it's an unstable market. And we're not sure our rivals have the staying power we have, which are the exact words that Marty said to Carl to convince him to stay, not sell. So Wendy is immediately suspicious uh, that Marty may have said something to Carl. She she knows her husband, and those words sound an awful lot like her husband's words. And that's a lot of technical words I don't think Carl knew. So what's going on again? Yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely he definitely didn't seem to have that kind of insight into the business when they yeah. met in person. Well, I sure as hell wouldn't tell him that. So did you? No, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, the birds and Helen and Aaron converge on this lakefront property. And Wendy says she's going to figure out why the deal fell through. Helen starts complaining about Gene and wonders if they're falling out is her fault for keeping things from him. Uh, but Wendy says, hey, look, you know what? That, j- that just trades when you, when you share your problems, when you share this type of thing, when you don't keep secrets from each other. That just uh, tr- trades uh, one set of problems for another. And she says, ask our therapist. Helen is a little taken aback. Wait a minute, you have a therapist? But Wendy says, don't worry, we're being very careful. And Helen says, oh, you know, she starts to wonder if the only way to make a marriage work is through mutually assured destruction. You're so intertwined and attached to one another that if one goes down, you both go down, and therefore you're forced to make it work. Maybe, maybe That's, that could be a title of the episode. I, Possibly, I think so. But I think so. Not, not bad. No, I, I like this talk. Like I said, it's definitely uh, bringing Helen down to our mortal plane level. For sure. So this conversation as well, we see you know her gene woes, and I do like the little payoff we get to the little gene woes here. Yes. Because uh, yes. <laughs> is this where she goes? Oh, I wish I could just beat him up. Or oh something. yeah. Maybe it was a little sooner, but I think it's like yeah. This whole she, she'd love she'd love to see those uh, expensive veneers on his teeth knocked right out of. His yes. Mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So it was this part. Yeah. You're right. Yep. So. Exactly. All right. Let's go to Mexico, where four decapitated corpses are dumped at some gate, and those corpses are stuffed with money, and that's all we get to see. Is that a curse or a blessing? Uh, it's a great question. Probably more of a curse. Well, you know. Well, money. Navarro's into omens. So is this a good omen or a bad omen? You just got some money dumped on your doorstep, but you got four corpses dumped on your doorstep as well. Presumably your men, I imagine. Yeah, but... I would think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That'd be even more brutal yeah. if there's random people corpses. What a way to store money. Anyway, <laughs> yes, continue. indeed. Indeed. All right. Back at the Missouri Bell, it's kind of the middle of the night, it seems like. And the sub shows up. We don't we don't know this who this guy is yet, but Ruth sees him just uh, sitting out, uh, sitting at the slot machines, not gambling. And when I say the sub, I mean, this is the substitute teacher from the first scene. Right. Uh, I mean, we could call him Ben at this point. We've already called him Ben like multiple times. Uh, fair enough. OK, so this is Ben. So uh <laughs> She comes out, Ruth does, and gives him the business. And just as she orders security to ki- to kick him out, he tells her that he's Wendy's brother. He wasn't going to play that card. He didn't want to play that card, but now he's kind of got to. And of course, forced, yeah. yeah, of course, you and I have talked about this when when Wendy has brought up her brother in previous episodes. It's happened twice. Uh, it happened 
once when they were worried about Jonah, uh, when he was, they saw him, you know, disemboweling a coyote or whatever it was. Uh, and they thought, you know, Wendy thought, you know, with my brother's family history, my brother's history, you know, it was possible that. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I know you said, you said my brother's family history. <laughs> yeah. It was like yeah, my family. My family history, I, yeah. I, I love the idea of someone who has like, you know, something bad about the family history. Like, yeah. My brother's family history. <laughs> Is that what <laughs> you guys like fully blood related? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I just don't. We'll go with that. Yeah. Anyway, though. Yeah. Uh, I, what I meant to say was my brother's history. Yeah. Not my yeah. brother's family history. So, so uh, that was the first time. The second time, I'm struggling to remember what the second time was. Do you remember? Second. Oh my lord! I I had. Just oh, I, I remember. I remember. Uh, it was when she went to the the Senator Blake's funeral. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was talking yep. to his uh, now widowed wife. Yes, yeah, and she yeah. tells him about her her manic depressive brother. So that, that's those. This has come up twice already in the season. They've they've set this up, but now here he is, not in the season in the series. Sorry. Okay, uh, and it must have gone. Ruth's phone call must have gone okay because Ben arrives at the bird's house. And they put him up and he says he doesn't need money. He oh, well, originally says he doesn't need money, but then he says, oh, I'm just joking. I don't need money. He just wanted to visit because it's been too long. And the next morning, Wendy takes a call outside. Marty spies on it. And Wendy asks Helen to go back to the Big Muddy instead of Marty. And he's pissed. Uh, Jonah, meanwhile, goes down uh, into Buddy's old room, which is where Ben is staying and tells them all about buddy and basically says you know leave his stuff alone because this is kind of a sacred place so all right so comments about that anything uh it's nice to see that jonah still cares about buddy uh they haven't just forgotten about him and uh more evidence to ben is the new buddy taking his stuff what do you think of this what do you think of the scene where Wendy is down in the bedroom with Ben. It seems like everyone is much nicer to Ben except for Wendy. I mean, maybe Marty, but she's nice to Ben, but also kind of like she's annoyed uh, that he's back and she's not afraid to show mm-hmm. it. Like she, I guess she just knows her brother well enough, right? Like mm-hmm. that's fine. Like I'm probably much more blunt with my siblings than I am with like yeah. other people, so it's yeah. fine. Understandable. I, I think I think most people have that family member. Who shows up and you're like what do you want why are you here you wouldn't normally be here unless you want something so what do you oh want? yeah what do you want yeah yeah so i think most people have that somewhere in their family and this seems to be wendy's <laughs> yeah, so. what do you want what are you doing yep all right wendy and marty are going to actively try to subvert each other in this next scene intertwined between the big muddy and kansas city uh, Wendy and Helen go to visit the Big Muddy and offer 20% over market value. What was their previous offer over market? Was it 7% or 9%? It was like five, some, okay. single digit percentage. <laughs> some yes. sort of single yeah. digit and now, percentage. now we're at 20% over market value. Meanwhile, Marty tells Frank that they need the rival casino shut down for a while. Uh, so it sounds like Marty is trying to 
anticipate that you know they're they're buying big money and they need it to be successful, so they need to shut this other casino down. But we know. I mean, that's how he words it to yeah, Frank yeah. Even. And uh, the new business, I'll uh, give you guys the trucking rights or something to that effect. Yeah, this is a this is a very empty promise because there isn't, as far as he can see is concerned he doesn't want there to be a new business so it's really easy to promise the trucking contract at the new casino when he his plan is for there not to be a new casino <laughs> and after all of this uh, haggling at the big muddy carl finally acquiesces then they agree that they're going to sell yeah, big deal know. this is a big deal so it went from our first of course no sale that i talked to them sale the no sale, and now we're at a sale again. Yep. So glad to hear. Yes, this is uh, the yo-yo episode for sure. Glad to hear. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, you know what you can title this episode as well? Since we keep just, uh, by we, I keep listing out titles. Another one, deal or no deal. Don't know if you're allowed to do that. But <laughs> anyway, onward. Deal or no deal. Oh, man. The the big haggle. We could have called this. <laughs> So. Haggle time. We had war time last. Uh, haggle time. time. <laughs> Just do time right. after everything. So that's right. I said the big haggle because I was referencing the big sleep. Oh, I thought it was familiar. Like, where's the big, like the big from something? Uh, what's that's it? where it's from. You do Ben Ten. Ben Ten. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I don't know why the Ben, but the Ten part. Yeah, you know. We could do Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was no good. Sorry. Anyway, now you're fine. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, back at, at the house, it's late. It's nighttime. Wendy gets a call from Navarro, of all people. Omar Navarro calling Wendy on her cell phone. And he tells her the story about uh, the maid. Like, what did she fall? And her, some of her teeth came out. And he started picking them up. And- yeah, blood and teeth. Yep. And, and he asks Wendy if she thinks that's a bad omen. And by the way, Marty is listening uh, listening in on this whole conversation. Uh, Wendy points out that anything can be a bad omen if you're looking for it, which is pretty sage advice. But this is a creepy, creepy as hell story, especially when she says, you know, how is she? <laughs> and Navarro's like, huh? The, you know, the maid, how is she? Oh, oh, she's not with us anymore. That's creepy as hell. I mean, it's just stating facts. She's not with us. Correct. Why is that? I don't know. But why? Why is she no not one knows. with us anymore? I don't that, know. That's what, that's what makes it creepy. Found a better job maybe. offer, maybe. You know, want to mm-hmm. take some maybe. time home suing us now due to, you know, for uh, negligence on the workplace. Yeah. Fair Probably enough. okay. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, she comes back to bed and she lies to Marty and she says that it was Helen. So she doesn't want Marty to know about this, but Marty already does because spyware. The levels, yeah, the levels of deception here. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, this, is, this is what I might call a, a long con. Hmm? <laughs> Whatever, I'm just kidding. Anyways, I, Mr. Sam, uh, I just want to be noted, I talk about this frequently in the Lost podcast, there's an episode called The Long Con. The thing about it, though, the Ozark audience that don't watch or listen to Lost, watch or listen to Lost, Mr. Sal just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand what the long con is or what a long con really even is, is what I've surmised, based on his reaction to um, events that take place in Lost. That's all. So, I just want to make sure that's noted. Um, it's, it's noted. And it's, on the record. It is 
it is noted and disagreed on my permanent record. <laughs> the permanent record. It's on your permanent record, and it's on the record. Oh no! Oh, yeah, okay. it's never getting All off right. the record. Okay, so um, Wendy comes back to bed, lies to him, says, "Oh, it was just telling. Don't worry about it." Uh, next more next day, at least I assume it's the next day. Uh, we're at the grocery store. Wendy and Jonah are there. Jonah asks Wendy about uh, Aaron first of all. And second of all, she, he asks her if she really thinks that he is like Ben. And this is, this is troubling because this tells us that either he heard them talking about him in the context of Ben or he uh, talked to Charlotte and Charlotte told him. But one way or another, he knows that there have been comparisons drawn and he's worried about that. Um, he also shows this interest in Aaron and Wendy tells him to don't tell Aaron anything about anything. So uh, that's, that's important. Darlene and Zeke show up just to say hello. You know, Darlene's just pushing Zeke around in the stroller, just popping over to say hello here. Jonah gets very upset when she leaves because he was told that Zeke was placed with a great family. And now he sees that Zeke is with Darlene. And Darlene is the one who kind of abducted him and shaved his head. Well, didn't shave his head, cut his hair. Yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not be hyperbolic as I was earlier this episode by mm -hmm. comparing Junior, Frank Junior, to the late Cade. There you go. Um, just, just something important to keep with the hyper, you know, hyperbolic statements. And this in Zeke, um, how Zeke has grown, how mighty he appears now. I mean, he's Different. six months older. Can he can he speak yet? Can he speak at that age? Mm, maybe a couple of words. So can he say not like so, mama so or like Darlene? Maybe, maybe. Good for Darlene. He he doesn't say anything here. But. He's probably sleeping. Uh, we we should also mention that uh, Wendy kind of pulls the stroller cover over. Zeke's <laughs> yeah, eye. yeah Zeke he's like trying to go. Oh, the baby needs some shade. And Darlene's like, nope, Zeke needs. Like, in fact, Wendy might have made it worse because she just didn't try and do that and put highlight on the baby she might have like Darlene might never have said Zeke <laughs> yeah exactly that's what that's what really like dinged Jonah is that she said the name Zeke yes so yeah that's, that's really done her in there so yeah if I was to just change the Zeke's name maybe even I mean whatever I mean, just saying yeah. just, there, there were solutions to this yes. uh but this, yes. this is not one yeah I mean it's it was pretty passive aggressive by Wendy anyway yeah so. Just, yeah, just didn't work out. Unfortunate. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, remember that lake property that Wendy was looking at in the office? Well, that's where we are now. Helen's there too. And Helen tries to uh, reach out to Erin, her daughter, who claims to be warming up to the idea of being in the Ozarks. So we don't know what happened or why she's suddenly not as upset about being there, but she's not. All right, and turns out that uh, Kevin, her brother, went back to Chicago. So Gene won that battle, apparently. Okay, anything you want to say that... about the scene between Helen and Aaron? Wait, wait, is that, is that all you're saying on that scene? That's all I was going to say. Why you have more Does... that you want to say? I mean, yeah, doesn't Aaron then go just kidding? Just kidding about what? About like starting to warm up to the Ozarks. Does she? I'm pretty sure like like Helen's like kind of like oh really you're warming up to it she's like no I'm not <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm not warming up to the other side <laughs> I thought oh, that's really? how that ends yeah 
But like, I just isn't like a joking behavior. I I think so. Well, now, now the fact that you didn't notice it makes me think: Have I just like, you know, memory done myself there? And I just <laughs> like I I'm misremembering it. I like, don't know. I'm gonna say I'm correct. So anyway, move on. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> okay. but whatever. All right, so we'll move on to the Snell's <laughs> crap here, uh, or I guess Darlene's at this point. It's just Darlene. Yeah, still Snell's. Uh, still Snell's. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I guess Darlene and Zeke, right? Yeah. So there you go. Darlene vocally praises herself to no one for maintaining her composure with Wendy. <laughs> You're right. She's just talking out loud. Boy, I was, I was really, what a good job by me. What a what a person I am! I didn't react to Wendy uh, pulling the, the shoulder cover over Zeke's face. Oh, boy, am I good! And, but Wyatt kind of hears this, and she doesn't hide it. She doesn't deny it. She says, "Oh yeah, I was talking to my late husband Jacob." <laughs> so, and you know, actually, that's a, it's kind of a bonding experience for them because uh, Wyatt admits that, that he talks to Russ sometimes and you know they, he tells her about the Langmore curse well Darlene puts him in his place at this point and tells him that the Langmores actually were the biggest bootleggers around and that his stock is good she even offers him Ash's cabin to stay in I would assume it's Ashes. Yeah, yeah. I said I also assumed it was Ashes, but she doesn't outright say it. Well, no. Probably Ashes. Because you yeah. know what you know you can tell it's Ashes, she gets that look in her eye. Oh yeah. You know, that, like, a look in her eye. Ah, uh, help her. I wonder if they had look uh-huh. in the fair. I swear she's so she's so fond of Ash. Yeah, the, I think that's that's there's definitely those vibes. It, it's possible. It won't shock me. Won't shock me. But... Nope, me neither. Me neither. But Okay. Uh, yeah. About that? I know. Good for uh, Wyatt and Darlene that they're getting along. Zeke seems to be happy, even though I haven't really seen him. And uh, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I don't. I bet you there wasn't even the baby at all during this episode during filming. Huh? Because did they ever show it? Uh, I think they did when Wendy pulled the stroller cover over his face. Fake baby. Oh, fake baby. Always got to account for a possible fake baby. No, you can't. Look. Even if, especially if you're a parent, you want to make sure no one swapped out your baby. Penguins for a fake one. Famously, famously, I believe it's like penguins can form like homosexual relationships with two male penguins. So I, this is what I heard. I'm not going to die on this hill, right? So if it's wrong, okay. I apologize. But I've heard this from more than two people. So either it is a oh. myth that has spread out, or it is truth. But penguins can form homosexual relationships, as can some other animals, you know, out in nature. Mm-hmm. And when they do this, sometimes the two male penguins, because they can't produce offspring on their own, will steal other uh, eggs from other penguins oh. and might even try to replace them with a rock or something. <laughs> you know, that's what I've heard. So, so you want to make sure you don't look back at your baby and just a rock sitting there or a fake baby. But, you know, that's that's the moral gotcha. story. Gotcha. Uh, that's all. All right. So, just think that's okay. Vital. At the birdhouse, Helen and Aaron stop by for what seems to be a barbecue. Uh, Helen brings some kind of wine or champagne. I guess it's champagne. This is what we're going to see later in the episode. Uh, for when the new casino becomes official. So they're really being chummy with Helen and Aaron here. Yeah, what's Memorial Day? Mm, that is true. 
And speaking of which, th- this kind of pegs. We've almost been to the Ozarks for a year now. If not, yes. it's already been a year, like close to, if not already. I can't quite remember. Because that was July 4th when they had like the ruling days, right? Yes. Was that, was, but that yeah. was like episode five, I think, of. Yeah. So we don't, one. I don't think they were there for like a month. Maybe they were up to, there for a month up until then. But we can see that it's relatively like it's basically been a year they've been here for a year there we go whatever yes just about a year yeah i think i think they moved there i think it was probably sometime in june probably yeah yeah and now it's almost june here because memorial day is coming up okay well actually this is memorial day isn't it yeah oh yeah it is memorial day the day yes they're having a barbecue exactly uh and the reason we know it's memorial day too is because the rival casino across from Big Muddy is having a fireworks display for Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. Yeah. And we see Frank Jr. and his buddy sneak up to uh, where they're setting up the fireworks on that boat. We don't know what they're, what they're doing there, but they're probably up to no good. Uh, meanwhile, Ben at the barbecue puts the idea of spying on girls with the drone that Jonah's... Uh, into Jonah's head, and he almost immediately drives, uh, goes, uh, sends the drone over to Charlotte and Aaron, uh, where he overhears Aaron saying that she does not want to go back to Chicago Virgin, uh, and she doesn't even care who it is. At which point, Jonah drops the drone. Can, can I just say, I love that he crashes the drone because they set yep. this like principle of if Jonah gets distracted, he crashes the drone, which makes yes. the ending of this episode even better. Oh yeah, for sure. So, for sure. oh, I I love this so much because I don't like the setup it does, but yeah, and also Jonah's headspace, right? Young guy, whatever, right? Uh, yeah. We we learned a bit about Erin, some of her stuff. We don't really know her very well, but she, I guess we can. Yeah. She's going through almost what Charlotte went through when Charlotte came here, as what? Yes. Maybe too great. Not, not, not the same knows. degree. Yeah, she knows she's going back, and she's yes. more on a quest. And Charlotte wasn't really on a quest. Michelle was just upset being here, is I guess what I'm trying to say. Aaron's yes. new here. Charlotte was new here last year. Uh, yes. is what I'm trying to relate that. There should Next. there should definitely be some sympathy between these two, for sure. Yes. So yep. it seems like they'll probably hit it off as friends. And yep. uh, we'll we'll see for that. And Jonah okay. Meanwhile, seems interested in presumably Aaron to some degree. I, I sure hope it's Aaron that he's been interested in. Yeah, we're, we can probably <laughs> assume it's going to be Aaron. It seems yes. Like it's, uh, <laughs> it's sort of... Yes. Factuation for, sure. for whatever. So again, yes. and thank you, Ben, for being a man. Good job, I guess. Good, good, good job, Ben. Yeah. Uh, the mob boys fill the launchers with something. I don't know. Was the sand? I think it's probably sand. I thought they were putting like more gunpowder in there, so like okay. it messes up or something. But yeah, they put something in there. I mean, should, yeah. well, shouldn't you know? Like chemistry guy. Well, I, I mean, it could have been either. It could have been more gunpowder. Oh, look at What is that then? So it's the sand or gunpowder. Sure. Listen, there must be a difference between the two, right? Uh, yeah, either one would work, though. I mean, if you mm-hmm. cover it with sand and the rocket can't get out, then the rocket explodes right there. Mm. Or if you put extra gunpowder in, like, that's just going to blow up. It's not contained in a rocket like fireworks are. Interesting. You seem to know a lot about fireworks and blowing them up. But anyway, moving on. I, I don't actually. But I mean, it's, <laughs> you, speak, but... you speak with the professionalism as you do. Yeah, you know, you got you got to exude confidence. It goes a long way. <laughs> make it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, back at the barbecue, Ben jokes about Wendy's accent, 
Uh, we know that she's from North Carolina. Ben clearly has an accent that Wendy doesn't have, right? Uh, but Ruth arrives to the barbecue. She's a little late, but that's okay. Uh, and there's this chilly reunion with Helen. I had totally forgotten about this. When I first watched this scene, uh, you know, last year, I didn't pick up on this like frigid. I just forgot uh, about this. I love here. it. Yeah, it's awesome because it, it it makes us recall that it was Helen who ordered the waterboarding on Ruth and who was questioning her during the waterboarding. It, it, so. It's analogous to Ruth meeting Darlene uh, last episode. Uh, like, like you just forget you just forget the connections between the characters or lack thereof, right? In that case, Darlene and Ruth yeah, well, that, never met. That, yeah. And this one, oh yeah, they have met under extra yeah. <laughs> circumstances. Well, basically, it's just like we forget some of the relationships between the characters or lack thereof. Yes. I guess right. That, that, that's all that's right there. So, yes, yes. So that rival casino top deck blows right up, and it's not seconds later that Anita calls Wendy uh, to back out of the deal, uh, and that that gets pretty heated. Uh, and you know, lawyer or Wendy threatens litigation. Uh, you know, Anita says, "You know, I'm sorry, we didn't sign in any papers. Like this is, this is, this is happening. We're not selling." So, Helen thinks that Anita and Carl blew up their rival casino. Wendy is more suspicious of Marty, especially when he asks if anyone was hurt. Which apparently is a question you should not ask in this. Yeah, case. like, like, I, I feel like, I don't know. You know, you know what? Though coming from Marty, sensible. I, I feel like Marty's not the type of guy to ask. Is anyone hurt? Uh, yeah, you're you know probably I mean? right. I feel like it's not a Marty type of right. question. So I, yeah. I, 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 maybe I see why. Like he's trying to act natural, but I, that doesn't seem like a Marty type of question. And I think if anyone but, can key into that, the best would probably be a Wendy. So fair yeah, enough, actually. I, I, I was, was going to go the south same trek you were like how look he's just asking he's the most human one out of everyone there but you know <laughs> i'll walk it back so he definitely well i don't know he definitely seems like he is becoming the most human one out of everyone there he's becoming but still okay i, I think back he could become he still might be the most human one there but i can understand how the, uh wendy suspects him for saying that for sure for sure yeah yeah all right so the next, I don't know if this is the next day or it's not the same day. It's a, it's a different day. Ruth is perfecting this slot machine cheating system and she's got it working, which is pretty impressive. Marty talks to Ben and tells him he's got to go. I totally agree, Marty. Ben's got to go. But Ben really wants to stay. And he says, you won't even know I'm here. And this is this this had me just almost screaming at the tv like eyes rolling like you gotta get rid of this guy get what do you do stuff. how do you how do you get rid of him without killing him you, you just say sorry dude there's nothing i can do you gotta go no but i really got it you really won't notice me balls back no, in your court but i will i will mm, notice you and if I'm this is I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stay. And if this isn't enough, as soon as he goes streaking through the yard in front of the kids, like, th that's it. You're, you're done. You said I wasn't going to notice you. The whole neighborhood noticed that. Jonah certainly did. Jonah's got it on film, probably. Not film. 
digital <laughs> he has it recorded yeah yeah uh boy anyway uh ruth goes to visit wendy at the office and says that she has an idea for the slots at big muddy oh tell me about it in the car off we go uh at the casino they actually do own right now though the missouri bell helen confronts marty about not being on the same page as wendy but don't worry about it because ruth and wendy have us back on track well this is shocking news to marty and, and helen calls him out for it. oh you didn't know and marty's like no oh no i'm of course of course i, of course I know I who doesn't know didn't know i just didn't know that you knew that's what that's what surprised <laughs> me love that. do you think helen knows <laughs> that he, he's doing that or does helen i think know? so oh, he must i think so as well i do love that like those childish things ever like of course so-and-so told me the secret i'm in the inner circle uh, yeah yeah yeah, I knew we're on the same. We're close. We're tight. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Love it. Okay. Marty tries to intercept Ruth and stop her. She was told, but you know what? She was told to solve the problems. So you know what, Marty? Get your own house in order. It's not my fault. You can't communicate with your wife. This is happening and there's nothing anybody can do to stop it. So uh, because while Marty is making this phone call, Jade and uh, the other strippers are setting up camera phones in their bras so that they can get sent uh, video of the slot machines out to Ruth in the, and apparently Sam in the van. Uh, and they can tell them when to press stop and they all win pretty much simultaneously i got i gotta say well like all i want to say is how do you how do you press stop so well timed uh, you know what i mean like so, how how do you i can sway to you like we must have synchronized watches and i go when that hits like 23 seconds the second turns to 23 press the button right like mm-hmm. that's instantly we can synchronize it because even the delay over the mic like however the reaction time the person is right like they have to preemptively yep. know when to hit it basically yeah you go like now <laughs> yeah this is a bit of a hole the, sure. definitely this this is a bit unrealistic i don't think they'd be like wing 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 like everyone's just winning constantly but yeah whatever like i'll suspend belief it's fine i'm not so I'm not, like, dying yeah on. i'm not dying here's the thing like they've got this software okay so they've showed us the software that times out when you should push stop on the slot machine okay so if, if we accept that that software works then i think we probably have to accept that it works like this because you're not going to have your laptop at the slot with you nope they're never going to let you do no that. but you know what you could you could bring with you you could bring the little robot little like server robot that you put right over the button very very small very hidden and it'll press mm-hmm. the button for you. Like maybe, maybe you put it in your sleeve and you put your hand over the button and it will press on the button when the time comes. Really? I don't see why not. Well, you just get sounds... like, a, like a little servo and you just get, you just wire it up like wirelessly. So maybe you use your phone to connect it and then you connect it to whatever program you got and then the servo pushes out. You know, it just has a little like motherboard on it. I don't, I don't know how you want to go with it, have a battery and it's just not motherboard. Uh, but like you, you, this you, is... you, know, you program a little, um, I can't remember the board names now. Oh, it's killing me. You can buy a board Kurt, that you can do stuff like this with. Yeah. Kurt, what what uh, what are you studying in college? <laughs> Not this. This is. I mean, I could I could probably program one of these because I have the uh, I, I go for programming. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I could. So 
maybe do that so so you 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 say this like anybody could do this no listen, I, I can't you. do this i don't i can't do it like i i, I can't do the physicality part of it but what I'm saying is if they, they have the resources to do it, is what I'm saying. Like the parts to make it is less than like $30. Okay. The actual robot but, version of it. But, but you have to have someone. So you got to bring Eligible. in someone else who knows how to do this. And that's, that's bringing somebody else into your tent, which I don't think they want to do. Fair I, 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 think the, I, I think we have to accept that this software works and it works like this. I, I, I don't think I can. Yeah, it works with human. Too much for this. Yeah, yeah human ability because if the software exists there's no way they intend the software to be right next to the slot machine yeah so i totally i don't know if maybe they account for the delay or what but anyway it, i i think i think i'm okay with this as i is. i'm just gonna go with the way they do it is with synchronized watches and uh they say over the thing at this second hit it because there's no way you can but, account for the delay there's but no they way. didn't they they, they said now Oh, now. I don't. That's even worse. Whatever. I don't care. It's fine. I, I'll also spend <laughs> okay. it. But there's, there's no way. You can, okay, whatever. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, you're you're right though. There's no way you could possibly because I would imagine uh, the margin to win a jackpot is not that big. He's <laughs> like now. Right. Right. You have like a whole second to press it. There's no right. way. So anyway, yes, yeah, you're probably right. All right. Uh, but this definitely gets Carl and Anita's attention. They come out. They're stunned. Wendy swoops right in. And offers them three million dollars less than yesterday, and the offer is going to keep dropping. Which this this reminds me of your uh, your Roman. Yes, exactly. I I looked him up on Wikipedia and have him linked right here. It's Marcus Crassus for a reference. <laughs> yeah, I think I've already mentioned it before in the Ozark podcast. Yep. If you don't know, look up Marcus Crassus. His middle name is Lacanus. I I can't say his middle name as easily. Marcus Crassus. And firefighter will definitely he'll come up. And uh, yeah. this is the connection he has. I've, I've said it enough. I'm not going to repeat the story again. But very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, this is almost the exact same scam. It is. I look. I look at this. I'm like, I love it. I love it. I'm like, this is this is what I'm talking about. Like negotiating yep. power, where um, yep. the decay is in your favor. Like the time yes. goes on, the cheaper. The only the only difference here is that Wendy and Ruth actually start the fire. Yeah, well, it would so, shock me if Marcus started a fire once or twice in his life. Yeah, you know, I really like that building. Uh, and it's not catching on fire for the last few years. Maybe I can <laughs> help it out. Like, yes, exactly. I, I think you're probably right. I'm sure that he did. But anyway, this is this uh this is enough. This is this is what she needs. Uh, back home, Jonah drones over Charlotte and Aaron again, uh, and Helen and Wendy celebrate because they got it. Uh, Helen calls Jean. She calls Jean, probably just to listen as he gets the crap beat out of him in the parking lot, uh, because I'm sure she set it up and she just wanted to hear it all happen. Oh, love it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. All right. At the Missouri Bell, Trevor Evans, Agent Trevor Evans shows up with a warrant that was triggered the second they bought a second casino. He says for uh, the next uh, month, forensics accountants, they're going to be running this place with you to Marty. Thank so, you. Now I can save money yes. on the staff. That's right. That's right. So that's interesting. Um, back home, Marty shows Wendy the warrant 
with the smuggest of smug looks. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it too. This is like, oh man, when he, when he shows up, he's like, "Yep, say this is what I said. I said we shouldn't do it. Here's Exhibit A. Why? Told you so." But. But Ben, and while this is happening, Ben streaks across the lawn to the water, and Jonah drops the drone again. So yeah, there we, there you have it. All right, that's the end of the episode. Uh, are you feeling any differently than you did before we ran through it? Nope, I just feel more gal- galvanized uh, with my position on Ben, just because you dislike Ben too much. Like I think he's even. Yeah. I came in thinking he's an okay character. Now I think he's a great character. Look, I'm, I'm telling you, like, by about the midpoint of the season, I'm also going to think he's a great character. But for right now, he's just stressed for me. And it's like, just get the guy out of here. Just get him out. But anyway. All right. So there you have it. Uh, I think probably at this point, uh, we'll, we'll call it there for the non-spoiler section. Uh, we will. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, time, oh, oh, I'm whoa, so sorry. Whoa. I'm so sorry. Slow down, because would you look at the time, Mr. Sal? I mean, oh, this... I, I, I just, pull, I just looked at my clock. It's actually, conveniently enough, TV time. Yeah, TV time, the best time in the world. All right, Mr. Sal, I'll make it a quick TV yes, time. Sir. There's no need to extenuate things. The people, they gave it a five. Um, hold on. What the heck? TV time is asking me questions before. Okay, there we go. I'm I'm good now. The people gave it a five, and that's that's what you're saying. Yes. Uh, I am saying that the people gave it a five, seventy six percent. Oh wait, mm. why are you guessing as well? Do you not see the results, or are you just trying to be cute? No, I, I am seeing the results now. 76 percent. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying to be cute. Right. No, I'm not trying to be. I'm I'm not cute. Okay. <laughs> no, you, Sal, you can say you're cute. You know, having right, confidence sure. is, is you know. Oh, I forgot about the confidence. Yes, you're right. Okay. You're uh, you're correct. Uh, wait, what? You've confused me you, now. You are correct. The people said five stars. Seventy-six percent oh, okay. of people yes. said that. Oh, okay. Um. There you go. The person, the person, the character. Um. Are they basic enough to pick Marty? The people. I think, I think there's no Are they way basic to pick. enough. You picked Wendy. Okay. I, I, I always feel you're, I always say this, you're anti Marty. You're a hipster person type of. Okay, uh, so hold like on. So you're criticizing the, the audience for being basic if they pick yeah. Marty, but yeah. you're criticizing me for being contrarian and hipsterish if I. Don't pick Marty. Everything so, can have pros and benefits. Yeah, everything okay. can have a criticism. I, I could, I, I listen. Glass half empty type of guy. There well, why don't you guess yourself first? See, I'm the hardest one to guess. I want to save myself for last. Okay, people, Marty, you, Wendy. I say Marty. No, wait, 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 wait. I take it all back. I take it all back. You said Marty right. as well. Okay, so you have ever all wait, of people, wait, me, wait, wait. Holy you God. said. I'm really 50 15s. You said Marty. I'll leave it there. Final answer. Buzz. All right. People, Marty. Mr. Sal, Marty. Kurt, Marty. Yeah. All right. You said Marty, and you're correct. Congratulations. But how did you know that? Because I have it in front of me. 
Oh, thank you. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> uh, the people said Marty, 53%. You're Ooh, correct. Congratulations. Yes, indeed. And guess what, Kurt? I don't know what. Did you say Marty? You're, you're three for three. I said oh, Marty. Oh, look at that. What's the vote for Marty? What's the percentages here? 53%. Okay. And second place 53%. is? Second place is Ruth, 22%. Hmm. Hmm. Um. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, like this was one where I didn't feel like anybody really stood out in this episode. Uh, and I picked Marty mostly because of the last scene. I, I just yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, it's great. That, that was recency bias. I just love when he brings that warrant home and shows it to Wendy. I love it so much. The luck, like yeah, tells you something. <laughs> and uh wendy was in third 15 percent. ben in fourth eight percent helen in fifth two percent look at that the hype for ben the ben fan club hopefully it's a strong block but well time will tell mm-hmm. so how on earth did you guess that i picked marty this time because you're a hipster that doesn't make any sense and the audience is basic so i think it kind of the story tells itself so you both pick marty <laughs> all right well listen say what you want about my right. reasoning uh got it all right yeah mr yeah. sal analogous said it before kid math math style question all the numbers are wrong but they get the right final answer can you really <laughs> yeah. question the kid's methods i don't know. I know it's working it's working for the kid i don't know all right are, are we are we actually done with the non-spoiler section now I believe so. If you're uh, okay, so folks, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, We hope that we hope to hear from you at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We hope to achieve five star ratings and reviews from you. And we hope that you will share the podcast around because that is how we grow. And folks, we will look forward to talking to you next week to cover season three, episode three. Kevin Cronin was here. And now we will enter the spoiler zone. Who's Kevin Cronin? Okay, so I'm glad we're in the spoiler zone for this. So <laughs> Kevin Kevin Cronin is, I believe, the lead singer, if not just one of the band members of Ario Speedwagon. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So that is who Kevin Cronin is. Oh, you know, we're uh, talk about during the non-spoiler section the slot machine like so we're talking i i theorized in season two what if the symbols can tell the future as well right we've had the guitar we've had the slot machine mm-hmm. slot machine bends right. at guitar or speed wagon the, actually the, the slot machine also is the scam that they pulled at the big muddy that's true yeah yeah yep. the, uh, very plausible and doable button hitting scam well that they did at the big muddy if that theory is correct, it is not consistent because everything in this episode was actually in this episode. Well, no, my theory oh. was just symbols can mean present or future. It doesn't mean every day, every uh, every episode they got to do future. Just well, sometimes think... they want to sneak some future in there. I hate it. So you're okay. looking for something that doesn't exist. You just watch the darn episode. Yeah, exactly. That's, what the, <laughs> that's, what, that's how the uh, writers feel. Okay. So speaking of Kevin Cronin, next episode, we're going to have that REO Speedwagon concert and Marty's going to get abducted. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. 
And that's also yeah, it's the first episode we get to meet. I always forget her name. What's what's her name? Maya. Maya. There we go. Every time I play Maya. Maya. Very excited to meet Maya. Yeah, I love Maya. She's awesome. Uh, so cool. yeah, Maya is the forensic accountant. Is that what they called them? So yeah, I mean Evans called sure, her. She's a special title. Yes. Title, but she's like I'm the pretty one that sure. Works- exactly like with marty the most she's like yeah i'm the, pretty sure she is a forensic accountant so yeah so that will be fun to watch we'll, we'll be excited to see that um and you know what i just realized like when when wendy uh pulls the the stroller cover down over zeke i didn't realize how much that triggers from this point forward like, yeah that, that, had she not done that yeah things 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 might have changed they don't really have to go for zeke as much they're the family's not as angry right yes yeah they're yeah kind of... and, okay but uh darlene has been kind of dormant and leaving them alone for the last six months it seems so this moving uh adjusting of the stroller is almost kind of like poking the sleeping bear so yeah 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 uh Certainly, like that. This this starts a chain of events. Had uh, Wendy probably not played with the stroller, events might not start because we don't really see like Dudley naturally meet with the. In fact, does she ever naturally meet with them? No, she does. I think she does. She come to the boat eventually to like. No, I don't even think so. That's that's Helen. Well, I think guy that, that comes after Ben. Yeah, I think I that think this. I think this particular um interaction just in general is what triggers wendy going after custody of zeke again yeah certainly so uh, if this interaction doesn't happen like a lot probably could have been avoided later in the season and probably in season four too because i think i think darlene's gonna have a big role in season four it seems like yeah i mean i'm not gonna look how season four is looking we've got the langmores the mythical langmores and the mythical snails teaming up Against the new yeah. age birds, right? Like there you go. Yeah. And of course, Ben, uh, I, I do start to eventually really like Ben as a character. I, I think that eventually he adds a lot to, especially Wendy's character throughout this. And he's just a great character. So if I keep defending Ben, I'm going to eventually be in the right. Yes, you will. Wonderful. Glad to, you know, I, I've never had the situation in my life where someone's told me, Kurt, you will, will be right if you keep going down that route like that so i will thank you very oh, excited you're welcome I'm, I'm glad that i could oblige that so yeah it, it's it, it's really great I, I always think of that scene in the taxi cab when in his last episode which i think is i think it's fire pink it's a, whatever number eight or nine yeah it's not eight the finale <clears throat> no no he's gone in the finale but it's uh yeah he so he he misses out on the premiere and the finale but he's got the eight episodes in between I think so I think that, I think Fire Pink might be episode nine anyway doesn't matter right now we'll we'll get there when we get there but my point is he he is a great character and and I will grow to appreciate him but early on in the season it, it's just so much stress for me because it's like especially now even it's even more stress the second time through it's like I know what he's gonna instigate and it's like. You gotta get rid of this guy. Get rid of him. But I obviously know that I will not be appeased there. <laughs> no, yeah, no. He, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you'll be like, I wish to get rid of him. Actually, I'm starting to grow in him. Oh, they got rid of him. <laughs> <And> there, <laughs> so there, there you go. Oh, I wish for it. Dang, why did I, why did I wish for that? 
uh, is how yeah. that'll probably go. Uh, what yeah. else? Jonah's drone will come into play at some point. Oh, yes. He'll catch the... Um, he'll kind of see some sort of shootout go down. I think that? it's the rival cartel, whatever that is. Against Not the Navarro cartel. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Also, we'll see Aaron kind of be a weak point. Well, first of all, Ben's going to tell Aaron, and that'll lead to his eventual demise. That's that's one thing. No. But also, yeah. uh, Aaron kind of gets infatuated with the guy that's a mole for the uh, yes. Kravins that works with yes. the Kansas City mob, which is like... Is it Billy? I don't remember his name. But he's, the, he's I think, the guy that you talked about when he was the yep. one giving this money to uh, Ruth. Yep. He's in this episode too. He's on the boat. Yes, with he's with Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yep. I don't know his name though. If they said it yet, and I don't even yeah. remember what it was. So. It's Tommy. Tommy. That's what it Tommy, is. Tommy. I have no idea. So yes, you seem Tommy. confident though. So. Oh yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the the other thing is that we are not done. As even though it seems like we probably should be, we are not done with Anita and Carl. We're not. No. Uh, how? <laughs> i know i don't remember uh, anita like and gets in this like screaming match with carl where she said i should have married your brother and he's taller and he's smarter and better looking and eventually like carl like pushes oh, her, push like, her off yes okay yes yeah. i remember that yeah oh. she dies so <laughs> yeah okay. um by the way uh, did you recognize anita petty not Petty, um, Patty. No, not Patty. Gladys. Gladys, yes. Gladys. I did ask Gladys. you uh, when we first met Gladys in Leftovers. Asked you if you recognized her there as being Anita from Ozark. But now I'm asking you in the reverse way. Yeah. So. I mean, I I, th- I think Gladys is a much bigger character than Anita in Ozark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Gladys is not. I mean, she's she's, a, well, she's an episode titled after her. I mean, that's all yes. I say. Right, she does. I don't, I don't yeah. see one named Anita, so I'm gonna give it to Gladys. There. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I think, gotcha. No, it is also that uh, Gladys is in like she has more air time, and yeah, like you kind of got to eventually learn her name at some point. Anita is like whatever, you know, she's there for like an episode and a bit, and not even for the full bit of the episode. You know, she's just kind of part of the, the side, like I mean, part of the main story ish, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why they show us that though, because I, I think that. we're not done with anita and carl not just so that we can see that like they have more to do with the story we'll have to see i'm very curious i i I can't remember i do remember the boat pushing scene because remember i confused the like thinking back until i looked it up like this is this was before we started doing the podcast i confused anita's death for how jacob uh dies like did did push jacob no who no who got pushed off yeah yeah i was like he got poisoned then who got pushed off oh yeah that guy pushed off or someone gets pushed off i mean i don't even know if that's the case i remember someone gets pushed off and dies yeah yeah carl pushes anita not off a boat though it's like 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 a hiking ale like yes 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 yes. yes. so i don't but i don't remember why they are still in it because i'm pretty sure carl meets with wendy in the diner at some point too maybe people like to meet in the diner diner's a good meeting place good food i guess Yeah. yeah exactly french toast mm all right. Anything else that you can think of in the spoiler section here? Uh, no, nothing I can really think of. Was there a character that you had in mind when you were talking about Cade's well, listen, substitute? I'm going to say is that was hyperbolic and no character could truly replace Cade. And I, I rescinded that comment. I, I, I 
I already resetted it on and off the record, and I'm shocked you you still remembered it because it's been <laughs> defended. I don't know how you you're even bringing this up right now. Uh, bringing what up? But on a different exactly. But on a different side note, mm-hmm. Kevin Junior. Sorry, Frank Junior. Kevin Junior. I was gonna say Frank Junior. Oh yeah. yeah. Are in the leftovers. No, Frank Junior. Seemed like a great character, underrated character. Uh huh. That's all. Okay. In episode one, he gets kicked in the nuts. In episode, I think ten, he gets, he gets shot. Gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> Starting so, to get underrated. But he doesn't die, right? I, I mean, do they ever no, show him? I guess this is the final episode, but yeah, we'll I don't think he does go. die. So. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think they would explain that a bit more. So. Yeah. But I guess we don't actually see him after he gets shot, so we don't technically know. But I don't think he dies. I don't think the whole point. I don't think the point was to kill him. So, right, we'll right. Have to see. So, all right. What, well, the character arc. No, oh, I guess so. Yes, <laughs> from from nutshot to nutshot. <laughs> The guy's great. All right. Uh, I don't have anything else, do you? Nope. Nope. I'm set. All right, folks. That's all we got. We'll look forward to talking to you next week for episode three. Kevin Cronin was here. <laughs>